I don't understand why there's a Christmas anvil here. Also, why what? is it in my house? Y'all didn't do the Christmas anvil? Please explain a Christmas anvil. That's a, I, I thought it was a pretty common tradition. You forge your Christmas presents on the anvil that has been sort of infused with uh, Christmas magic or whatever. And then once all the Christmas presents are built and put under the tree and sort of wrapped up, then you hang the Christmas an anvil above whoever is sort of like head of the table and that, that's you in this podcast so i think that is a the dumbest thing i've ever heard b i've never forged any of my christmas presents they're all store-bought oh, i'm so sorry or wilderness found none none forged presents i hate it i'm gonna take it down when we're done recording and you welcome to on the fly yes welcome to on the fly today i have brought um a fun sort of christmas themed um, thing for us to do for our Christmas spectacular, Christmas special um, episode. You can't see it, but there are heavy air quotes every time he says it. I'm doing the air quotes because really special. There's there's nothing freaking special about this. All right, Kenny. Let's let's try to get in the Christmas spirit here. Um, in the Christmas okay. spirit when this Christmas anvil gets out of here. <laughs> it's it's a good thing. The anvil is good. Just wait. It'll it'll hit you that how good it is. Um, so here's the idea. We're going to take all 12 of the 12 days of Christmas and sort of like redraft, replace all of these items. Okay, let's, let's just do it. Okay, let's start with day one. I already have an idea for uh, day one. So normally, day one of the 12 days of Christmas is, of course... The partridge in a pear tree. Partridge in a pear tree. Now, what I'm thinking we replace it with... Now, hear me out. A clapback and a Cadillac. Huh? Huh? How would you put the clapback in the Cadillac? How do you quantify a clapback? How do you take it out of your spirit and put it in the Cadillac? Well, um, I'm... Explain it to me like you've explained the anvil. Kenny, you, you seem a little bit upset. Is it the Christmas anvil? It's mostly the Christmas anvil. I just... I'm sorry. I... We're just going through the motions, man. It's just... What are we doing? On the fly... No one's listening. No one cares. I don't think I care anymore. Do you... Don't say that. This has been the biggest waste of time. Sure, have we only done, like, three episodes this year? Maybe. Can you quantify that as a waste of time? Probably. I wish we had never started this box! Kenny? Kenny? Kenny, wake up! Kenny! Hello? Where am I? Hello? Yeah, man. Who? You're right here. Who are you? I'm Bob Marley. Hi, Bob Marley. Yeah, man. What is going on here? I've got some news for you, young man. Does it explain why I'm in a cap and nightgown? Of course. Yeah, man. All right, man. Uh, lay it down. What am I doing here? We well, see your life is no chill, brother. It's no what? No chill, brother. No chill. You gone mad. That explains a lot. Like a banana with no peel. A coconut with no hair. With no milk. So because of these, you shall be visited by three spirits. You hear me, brother? The liquid kind or the see-through kind? Oh, the see-through kind, of course. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay, um, 
let's get this over with. Bring on whatever you got for me. Oh, we will do that, brother. Don't you worry. Yeah, man. Good luck, senor. Wait, Kyle Loomis? Excuse me? Are you Kyle? No, no, no. I'm the ghost of Christmas past, actually. Oh, okay. You, you looked a lot like a guy I knew Kyle, the former host of On the Fly. For, well, hold on. Let's get this straight. The first co-host of On the Fly would be more accurate. Um, also, huge influence in your life. But no, not me. I, I won't argue that. Uh, so what should I call you? Well, I'm, again, the ghost of Christmas past. and uh, I'll call you Pasty. Okay, that's weird. I'll, but, call, I'll call you Ghost. You don't really need to talk to me using my name. You just... What we're going to do here today is uh, we're going to look into your past. So, uh, a little bit about myself. Okay. In life, I have uh, 35 years of uh, clinical counseling experience. And I would use all my training and education to help people dive into their own past and discover some things, some, uh, you know, unresolved conflict. Okay. And help them to move forward. And in death, I thought, I loved it so much, might as well continue on okay so these are pre-ghost credentials these are pre-ghost credentials but okay. the thing about being a ghost is it allows me some supernatural abilities so in a typical counseling session you would be the one guiding me through your past but i can see it all hmm. so rather than going through the slow stuff i'm basically just going to tell you from your past all the things that have screwed you up and caused you to be the miserable person you are today I am worried as heck, but I'm ready for it. Of course, of course. Well, let's go all the way back to the beginning. You know, do you have any memories? What's your earliest memory? Crowning first, and then cut to about three years later. Uh, just vibing as a child. Vibing as a child. So at three years old, how many siblings did you have? Um, I'm going to say I'm going to lock in two. Like two extras or two total children of the McCants clan? Three total children of the McCants clan. Well, that's where I'm going to pick up. Okay. Because as you know, your parents, Webb and Beth, first had a daughter. That they did. Morgan. And uh, then they decided they weren't done yet, so they decided to have a son, Kenny. That was me. Up until that point in your life, things were ideal, weren't they? They were, actually. They were pretty good. And you had a great life. And all of a sudden, one day, your mom and dad sat you down to have a conversation. Do you remember what they told you at that conversation? And this is when I'm a three-year-old. Well, this is this is when, before uh, there was any additional siblings after you. All right, so I'd be about a year and a half old. So I'm going to say, no, I don't recall this. That's right. I do recall. And this is what they said. Kenny, you're going to have a baby sister. Hmm. And do you remember anything about uh, the experiences that you felt in that moment? Um, probably that I had a poopy diaper, if I had to guess. Exactly. But that's like a 1 in 10 chance. Well, here, let me tell you what's going on in your subconscious that you don't know about. In your puny little brain, in poopy little diaper, you thought, why am I not good enough? Hmm. Didn't, why do we need to add more children to the family? That must mean that my parents believe that I am somehow lacking... And you carried that wound with you for the rest of your life. This makes a lot of sense. Yes, yes, Kenny. But the thing about it is it's not true. Oh. Your parents just had more love to give. Hmm. You, however, never interpreted it that way and directed so much hatred towards your sister Hannah for absolutely no reason. How do you feel about that? Well, when it's spoken this way, I kind of feel bad. <laughs> As you should. And uh, that's step number one. And we've got some three steps to go through today. Three you know, past wounds. And, um, well, to put it in the words of Charles Dickens, 
funny name. Go on. <laughs> Your past and these three things are like undigested beef. Mm. Right? Is that what Charles Dickens said? Yeah, of course he did. Well, he, he used the word undigested beef, at least in one of his plays. I'll have to read that. Anyways, um, think about it. Food, you eat it, and your body takes over, and it processes these things, takes the good, and expels the bad. And the similar thing happens with our emotions. Mm. You see, we take in emotions into our body, and we need to process them. We need to evaluate what's good and what's bad. But the problem that you have, Kenny, is that you have a bunch of undigested emotional food in your belly. You know that feeling you get after you have a big old meal? The uh, I got a poop feeling? Yeah. You know, the steamy, hot, stingy toots that come sometimes. I'm very much aware of those. On an emotional level, Kenny, I want you to let out a big fart. <laughs> no, 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 no. I said oh. emotion- emotional. Emotional level, please. Okay. So does that make sense to you? You understand what we're doing here? Is that right? Yep, that's right. Okay, uh, moving right along. So that's your first uh, emotional undigested beef that you're going to have to get to. Now, uh, we're going to get to some cheese of your life. You okay. see, Kenny, um, your life was moving right along. And uh, I once recalled you reading a t-shirt. And that t-shirt said, I'm Jesus's favorite. And you read that t-shirt out loud. And then your sister Morgan said, and that's why Jesus gave you diabetes. Hmm. And uh, you see, Kenny, you got diabetes, and it gave you some big feelings, didn't it? It gave me big feelings. So do I even need to tell you what you feel about diabetes? Uh, I'd say, in your own words, I feel emotional constipation. Yeah, that's right. We need to let it out. Really got to get past that, Kenny. It's a little hard. I haven't figured that one out. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. But uh, I think that's going to take a few more sessions to get through. But uh, maybe instead of seeing diabetes as a curse, which you have considered it to be your whole life, see it as an obstacle. One that will, once overcome, will make you a stronger man. Hmm. I like being a stronger man. Yeah, I'm sure you do. But so far, you're a puny, pathetic, weak man. Been there. Yeah, of course. Uh, hope you don't mind. I'm very blunt with you. I'm noticing that. I found the process just goes a lot faster this way. <laughs> Finally, let's look at one more scene from your past. Okay, imagine, uh, let's see, around 2016, about what year of school were you in that? That's the year of Trump, so I'm going to say that's, uh, I'm a senior in high school at that time. Junior year, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Junior and senior year. And uh, it's Christmas time. It is. And you come to youth group one night. And you hear an announcement made by, again, Kyle Loomis, bringing him up. By the way. Great guy. What a, what a great guy. And I could see what a profound influence he had on you. So much patience he had with you. I mean, he spent years working on that stupid podcast that he didn't even like just to spend time with you. That's a real good point. I should what, call him. What a guy. Yeah. Anyways, Kyle announces, there's no Bunko this year. Oof. Do you remember that? Let's take, take, take it back. Oh my gosh, that just put a nail in my heart. Christmas Bunko was, if not the highlight of my year, was one of the highlights of my year. Nothing but dice rolling and snack eating and church being. That's right. A diabetic gambler's dream. That's, I couldn't think of a better way to describe it. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, that year they decided to take Bunko off. And also something that happened was Kyle wasn't your first youth pastor, was he? He was not. And who was? That honor belongs to Joshua 
Bartholomew... Joshua Ryan Key. That is Ryan exactly Key. Right. Joshua Ryan Key was. And all through high school, you would always say the words... Bring Josh back. Bring Josh back. That's right. So Kyle first took Josh's job, then he took the name of the youth ministry and changed it on you. How do you feel about that? Betrayed. Betrayed. That's exactly the word you should be using. And finally, he took away Bunko. Really, you've got a lot of anger towards your parents because they didn't stop once they hit you and had more children. Four more kids. Yeah, they were really unpleased in your mind, but not in real life. They love you, Kenny. Aw. Give them some grace. I'll, I'll do my best to go And then you're fast. also mad at Jesus for giving you diabetes. But really, he just, you know, what is, what's the saying? Uh, he had to give it to someone. Calm waters make weak sailors or something along those lines, Kenny. He's just trying to make you stronger. Is that what Dickens said as well? And finally, I think you need to forgive Kyle for stealing Josh's job, doing away with dork student ministries, and canceling Bunko on you. I can forgive my parents. I can forgive Jesus. But forgiving Kyle, it's... It's a bit much for one session, don't you think? You got a point. Maybe next time we can let that fart out. What is the deal with... Next time I'm in a weird black inky void talking about my past with three spirits? Yeah, yeah, next time. Um, wow, look at the time. I'm sorry, we're going to have to wrap this up. I'm going to take some notes here. We'll make sure to pick up right where we left off. It's been a pleasure working with you, Kenny. Best of luck. Huh. That was weird. The ghost of Christmas. <laughs> Let me try that again. Please do. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past is long gone. Now it's my time to shine. The ghost of Christmas present. I, I know you're probably not him, but you look a lot like Noah Stalkup, the current host of On the Fly. Oh, why thank you, Kenny. Not many of my guests compliment me so. Why is that? Do they just assume you look like a less than average looking guy to be honest most of them are preoccupied with the cap and gown and don't comment on my looks at all yeah i mean i at first it was a little daunting uh but i'm i don't know i can see why people sleep in this it's kind of freeing you know oh yeah yeah for sure you should try on a lot of my ghost buddies just wear straight up sheets nothing, yeah nothing else under not much more freeing than just wearing a sheet over your head. Do they cut the eye holes in them, or are they just the sheets as is? Yeah, they, they cut the eye holes. Okay, good you to know. See. Do people think ghosts can see through solid objects? That is not the case. Oh, we oh. have to cut those eye holes. I feel like I'm learning a lot about ghosts tonight. Oh, yeah. Ghostology 101. All right, ghost to Christmas present. I've, I'm not even going to try to come with a name for you. Uh, What are we doing? What's... uh? Well, what have you done so far? I don't know. I think I was doing something on the fly related. I got... Something happened. I don't know what, but... My head hurts a little bit. I met Bob Marley briefly. Seemed like a nice guy. And then another guy came in and said he was a ghost Christmas past. And mm -hmm. sort of berated me for a minute. Telling me how I was an awful person and whatnot. Sounds like him. Oh, so this is not the first time. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I like to talk about what is germane, what is actionable germane. information. Yes. All and right. I am willing to bet that last ghost didn't even ask you why you were upset on today, the day that you... 
let's say visited us. It's it's not for me to tell you what happened. I mean, to give him credit, he did say he was the ghost of Christmas past, and you know that's a pretty present issue if you ask me. I don't know. Just uh, we started a podcast, and we never really expected anything. It was a dumb thing to start, anyways. But just I didn't realize how dumb it would be. Hmm. Hmm. I see. It it is pretty shocking, is it not? Of how dumb it is. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's pretty dumb, but. Do you remember, you know what, I'm not even going to say, No, we're not talking about the Ask past Ask me what I remember. Do you remember what you set out to do with this podcast? Make the world's dumbest podcast. I'm pretty sure you are hitting that mark consistently. Huh. It's quite a way to turn my words around on me, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's what I like to do. What I say is, view your present situation... In light of your past goals, and expect a bright future. Hmm. I just made that up just now. It's pretty good. Pretty good ghost knowledge. You got clinical past as well, or? Um. Yeah. Uh, kinda. So, when I was a, a human, I lived in a high school. Like professionally, or? I lived in a high school, and that living situation. Um, influenced my decisions. And you know what? I didn't live in the present. I lived in the past. A past that is honestly too dark to go into right now. Let's just say I was forced to live in a high school and nobody knew about it. Not even the people, not the janitors who worked in the high school. I always had to live in hiding. But during the day, I would come out and go to school. So curious, but we'll continue. Yes, thank you. During the day... I'd hop out of my locker and go to school, and I'd see all of these kids who get to go home every day, and they don't spend their nights in fear, running around the hallways, dodging this and that janitor, turning off the security cameras and whatnot. And I was jealous of these children. Not to mention, these kids got to go to... Home? Eighth... What, what is a high school grade? Ninth grade. Ninth grade. Doesn't even know. Got to go to ninth grade once and then graduate and move up. Not me. Because I lived there, I had to go through the same ninth grade for 15 years straight. Mm. And people gave me looks. Because of all of this, I became what is unfortunately known as the school bully. And not going to lie, I was really good at it. Mm. For every night that I spent in a locker, I made sure at least five other kids did as well. Not the same locker, of course, but, you know. Two per locker? Mix or? it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There weren't a lot of lockers there. I gotcha. Um, and so I bullied a lot of kids, and I was, I, I was there. Everybody's got to have a bully in their life yeah. to help them work through some, some things. Yeah. I did that for them. But at the end of my life, um, when I finally lost the key to my locker and suffocated... Then I became a ghost, and now I've decided to take a different route to help people. I'm using my afterlife for good, helping people to see, um, not really see so much as just work through the issues that they're experiencing in the present, and take little bite-sized chunks out of what's bothering them. Mm. So, I think for you, what's bothering you here is um, 
if you'll allow me to put words in your mouth. I rarely let people do that, but I'll allow it this one time. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. You set out to make a dumb podcast. You achieved the dumb podcast. And now you've changed your criteria for success. Hmm. Now you want it to be a good podcast. You want it to be a successful podcast. A podcast that other people enjoy listening to. None of these things are the point of the podcast. And I think we need to realize that you've shifted your perspective away from the heart, the thrust of this endeavor that you set out to do. Hmm. And that's the Christmas spirit. Something like that. We're getting really mixed messages here. Well, it's but not... we're getting there. It's not Christmas so much as um, just the podcast spirit. But we, we will get to some Christmas stuff. I hear that the Ghost of Christmas future, very, very like festive atmosphere, very Christmassy. He always gives gifts to people Ooh. and just showers them with uh, Christmas magic. I'm a little jealous, to be honest, but um, he's the Christmas expert. I think he's really going to just tie everything together. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. I get to see the ghost of Christmas future? Yes, you do, my friend. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I wasn't on board this whole spirit thing, but especially after that last guy, you, you know, you're all right. I, I appreciate it. I'm a little sad about the whole suffocating the locker bit, you know? You're a bit of a downer. Well, I mean, it was, it was my own fault. But this next guy, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Ghost of Christmas Future. As you should be. Thank you. Let's get hot! <laughs> Ooh, I think I hear a phone? That'll be him. Let me... I guess I'll go pick that up then. Alright, I'm gonna head out. See you later and have a great sesh. Will do. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, uh, yes, is this, uh, is this Kenny McCants? This, this is him. Is this the Ghost of Christmas Future? Yes, this is the Ghost of Christmas Future's You're... intern. Oh, the, the intern. Yeah, yeah, okay, so, uh, full disclosure here, the, the Ghost of Christmas Future couldn't exactly make it, so I'm taking his spot just for the time being. I hope you're okay with that. Couldn't couldn't make it. Are are we aren't we outside? Aren't we outside of time? Like is this feels like a no no no. no. Okay, the ghost of Christmas future is a very busy man. He can't attend all the people dying and all this other stuff. He's got to make priorities. And you were like, uh, let's see, uh, I think you were like a C tier. So like, I'm filling in. That's why he has interns. It's kind of a thing. C tier. Out of how many? Like, is there a D tier? Yeah, there's like a D tier and an S tier. I think you're like the C plus. So, in all things considered, that's that's pretty good. You know, you're normally he shows up for like the celebrities, you know, things of that nature. So you you do it pretty good. I I'm flattered, but also kind of hurt. I don't know how to feel about this. You'll, you'll get used to it. Trust me. So I'm here to tell you, well, more like give you a glimpse. Of your future. Uh, over the phone? Yeah, turn around. What do you see? I see an inky black void. That's your future. Congratulations. That's, uh... 
It's a little more depressing than being labeled as C tier. <laughs> so the real, the real reason why I'm calling you, um, the podcast that you you're so depressed about, right? That's me. Um, it it sucks, and huh? uh, it, and it, and in a sense, it's always going to suck. But but the good news is that's kind of its charm, right? Like. Uh, it's like The Room or like the holiday special of Star Wars. You know, people go back to watch this and in a weird sort of way, it gives them a sense of joy. And I think that's what the Christmas spirit is all about. All right, so podcast sucks. It's supposed to suck. That's its charm. And I, the holiday special is not good, apparently. You like the holiday special? I've never seen it, but I mean, it's got special in its title, so it's got to be something, right? You don't need to see it. Trust me, it's not great. So, I guess I'm here to tell you that's that's everything... it. What was that? Oh, I just was repeating you, just you know, letting it sink in to my subconscious. Wait, you you're dead? You're only a subconscious. I'm dead. What? Aren't you dead? I. I hope not. You're staring into an inky black void, and that's all you can see. And you never crossed your mind that you're dead. I just thought this was New Jersey. You've been talking to ghosts like I... this whole freaking time. Yeah, but they seem kind. They didn't have like scythes. I don't know. They, there was no. Hey, that is a very negative stereotype, and I do not appreciate that. Do you understand? We're not all carrying scythes and black hoods and all this other stuff. Ghosts have very unique characteristics. I, I'm learning that, yeah. This is... You, wait, so you, this whole time, you didn't know you were dead? I, no, I thought I was going to wake up after I learned something, right? I mean, the, maybe, like half the time. Maybe? Uh, what, okay, tell me right now, what have you learned so far? Um, be grateful for the pathetic things in life that people seem to be okay with, maybe, right? All right, look around, what do you see? Um, okay, it's still inky and black. Do you see any sort of light whatsoever? Uh, I mean, there's probably a bit of a little atmospheric light. I mean, that's how I'm seeing all the... Uh yeah okay the fog keep keep thinking big thoughts what are some other things that that you're learning on this journey i'm 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 concentrating i'm seeing i'm seeing my local subway you're you're seeing your local subway yeah the sandwich shop i know what subway is what do you mean you're seeing the local oh wait hold on let me um I had this tune wrong. Hold one, uh, one second. Okay, now what do you see? Oh, it's my friends and family. Your friends and your family. Think on that for a second. Now expand. When you see your friends and family, what are the things that you think of? Dollar signs. Profit. It's getting darker, isn't it? A little bit. <laughs> Try again. I see... There's a Christmas tree. Yeah. We're gathered around it. Mm-hmm. We're having pointless conversations about pointless things. Exactly. <sighs> the Christmas spirit. I think he's got it. I do. I do see it. 
the meaning of Christmas. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, that'll be uh, $247 copay. Um, what? And if you could, uh, wouldn't mind just filling out this quick uh, five-minute survey. So, oh, on oh, a, oh, on oh, a, oh, hold up, hold up. Copay? Yes. Yeah, you didn't know you are getting copay? Well, no, I, I woke up this morning just having a regular December day. I didn't come here prepared to be haunted. This wasn't a consensual thing. Well, I mean... Going to the doctor's office isn't essentially, you know, consensual, but here we are. I mean, um, I usually, I wake up and I say, hey, I'm going to drive to the doctor's office and I'm going to get my kneecap, you know, replaced. This was, I didn't sign any forms. But, but you still have to, you know, say, I, how do you think we, like, work here? I mean, there's the whole thing about, you know... Being a model citizen and doing all—have you seen the Christmas story? I mean, you don't remember the scene in the co- with the copay. I can't say that I have. I've actually only seen bits of that on TV. I've never sat down and watched the full thing. You've never seen the Christmas Carol. I mean, that's that's kind of like what you're reliving right now. You you don't remember the scene with the you wait know, Christmas story or Christmas Carol? Uh, who, which one's the the one with the old man? I get them mixed up. Uh, old man, I believe, would be Christmas Carol. That's the a Christmas Carol, yes. Bright-eyed the boy one... in the bunny pajamas would be a Christmas story. Right. They both pay, though, right? I mean, Ebenezer didn't seem really like the paying guy. But, uh, yeah, but he's, like, filthy rich, and he kind of has the whole change of heart. But the, the point is, I, you don't have, like, anything on you that you can pay with this, right? I, I mean... That's kind of the whole point. I'm in a nightgown and a cap. I don't know how I got into it. This nightgown, it's, it's kind of drafty, but there are no pockets. I got nothing on me. You've got absolutely nothing on you. Nothing but the nightgown on my back. Oh, my gosh. We've really got to change this system. I keep telling these guys, look, you got to send them with the full clothing. The nightgown isn't funny anymore. It was funny in the 1800s. It's not funny now. Look, I, I, I've, I've considered it. I think it's funny now. I was a little peeved at first. A little drafty, but, you know, it's kind of, there's a certain charm to it. Well, you know what? You can keep it. Thank you. We'll be sending you a bill. I appreciate Actually, I don't appreciate that, but I accept it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, whoa. He's, he's coming too. Kenny. Uh, Kenny, what, speak to me. What, what day is it? It's the 25th. I haven't missed it. It's, haven't missed what? It's Christmas Day, right? I mean, I we were doing a Christmas episode. I was kind of, you know, Ebenezer scrooging it or whatnot. And then I hit something. I had a whole journey, and now it's Christmas Day. Oh, uh, actually, you couldn't be further from the truth. It's uh, June 25th. June 25th. Yeah. Christmas couldn't be further away. So I, I've been... This is a hospital room. Oh, yeah. You've been out. I've got head wraps on, and I'm in a home in a hospital gown. That explains a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Couldn't have you lying here cold and shivering. No, I, I, in my dream, I was in a a nightgown. So this, uh, this actually tracks. Oh, that's cute. Huh. It, it, It wasn't, well, I didn't look bad. Well, they told me as soon as you wake up, you are cleared to stand up and leave the hospital immediately. So, you ready to get out of here? I mean, can I soak this in for a second? 
You can soak in the reality, but let's go ahead and yank those cords out of your arms. I kind of like them. <laughs> oh, that... They were glued on tight. Kenny, we got stuff to do. What do we got to do? Have you been here for six months just sitting by my bedside? Yeah, and I recorded a lot of episodes. Oh, jeez. Just my part. We got to record your part now of all of them. Oh, gosh. That's right. That's how we do them. We usually refuse to sit in the same room when we're recording episodes. We mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. do them half and half like the Fast and Furious movies now. And you will be happy to know at least two people mentioned the podcast while you were asleep. Yeah? Yeah. They mm-hmm. were like, whatever happened to that podcast? So, you know, it's making an impact. Huh. I mean, hey, here's an idea. I mean, I kind of had this whole existential experience that was kind of akin to, you know, Christmas Carol. We could maybe make that into an episode. That sounds original, right? Ooh, um, I like the idea. Unfortunately, while you were out, they just released a Will Ferrell movie called Spirited, which is um, exactly that. Huh. Is it better than what we would have done? Uh, yeah. Dang. That's a pity. Kind of because we started recording this back early November. That movie didn't exist. Yeah. If, if somebody hadn't have uh, set up a heavy object over your head... We probably would have been able to do that. Yeah, that's a, that's a bummer. Can you believe it took us six months to record this episode? Yeah, it must have felt pretty quick to you, but believe me, those six months dragged on. Man. Life without a breathing and talking Kenny, it's pretty dull. That's the nicest thing you ever said to me. Aw. Well, I guess I we should... Every word. We should get out of this hospital and go on doing the thing. Let's have a night on the town. Let's have a night on the town. To Christmas. To Christmas. Mm-hmm.